everyone. Janine Kenny here with another episode of Central Monmouth Advice Givers. Today, I'm speaking with Mr. Evan Turner, owner and chief instructor at Innovate Martial Arts in Jackson. I'm really excited to have Mr. Turner as a guest on our show. He is a sixth, sixth degree black belt under the American Taekwondo Association, also known as ATA. He's won 10 ATA World Championship titles and countless state titles in Georgia, Texas, Florida, and of course, New Jersey. He's also on the path to becoming a master instructor under the ATA. So when it comes to martial arts, it's fair to say he knows his stuff. Mr. Turner took over the Jackson ATA school in January 2017, renaming it Innovate Martial Arts. And let me tell you, he chose the right name. Mr. Turner's innovative style and approach took the school from good to amazing. He is well on his way toward reaching his goal of making Innovate Martial Arts one of the best schools in the country. Now, I'll let him tell you more about that in his own words. All right, Mr. Turner, so tell us a little bit about yourself. I know you didn't grow up in New Jersey, so tell us where you come from. Well, I was actually born in New Jersey. I left when I was one and a half, two years old, moved down to New, uh, to Orlando. My dad worked for Disney, so he was a musician. Lived there for what I consider my youth. Moved to Atlanta for a year, a year and a half, finished high school. Moved back to Orlando to teach <laughs> martial arts. Moved to Texas for eight years, and now I'm back in New Jersey. Okay, so you've got roots everywhere. Yes, literally. So how do you like being back in New Jersey, especially with all the snow? It's uh, it's definitely different. Uh, moving back, my mother, who you know was born and raised here, was very against me moving back just due to taxes and things like that and being a business owner. Um, but for the most part, the school and the families inside the school made it uh, well worth it. Okay. Well, we're glad to hear that because we all love having you here. <laughs> um, tell us about how you started your martial arts career. How did you get into it? Oh, man. So I'm the youngest of five boys. And, uh, of course, roughhousing and fighting were, were in the household. It had to be. And then uh, Ninjas and Power Rangers were the biggest thing in the world to me at that time. So uh, I was too young to go to school, and I was in daycare at the time being. And I got kicked out of daycare because I was doing Ninja Turtle and Power Rangers moves on other kids. <laughs> so literally two doors down from the daycare was a martial arts school. My mom went and enrolled me at you know three and a half, four years old, and that was it. And you were immediately in love? At the moment I walked in there, I was like, I'm finally home. That's awesome. So how did you transition from being a student of martial arts to becoming uh, an instructor? Sure. Uh, well... Growing up, I was a, a, a big competitor, so I competed all around the world and, uh, and traveled a lot around the country at a young age. And when my school shut down randomly, I found myself at another location trying to, to, to start a new style of martial arts. And they weren't a big tournament-based school, but they were you know, just a school of life, really. Okay. And uh, they saw my talent physically, and you know, they pushed me to become better as a martial artist, but they also taught me how to teach martial arts versus just be a martial artist in the sense. So they taught me how to teach um, because of the rank system, you were only able to test up at a certain age and I was already at that age so I couldn't do anything for like the next six years to test. So that's really when I started focusing on teaching and then I got my first paycheck and I figured out, wow, I can actually get paid to do this. That was, that was the moment. Yeah, getting paid to do what you love. You never work Correct. in your life. This is the only job I've ever had. I've never turned in a resume. Wow, that's awesome. <laughs> I don't know what it's like to, to, to walk into a job interview. That's that's great. That's exciting. Most people cannot say that. <laughs> <laughs> Very fortunate. Okay. So now you were 
you started getting into teaching martial arts when you were back in Texas. What ended up bringing you over here back to New Jersey? Well, I uh, once I graduated high school, I moved back to Orlando for a year. I was running a school there, and the shopping center was being sold, and they were going to raise a rent, like $7,000. So my instructor gave me the option of being a co-chief instructor with somebody else, running a school together in a sense, okay. and my ego at 18 wouldn't allow me to do that. <laughs> so he offered me a, a chance to move to another city to, to start there. So that's what brought me to Texas. And I moved out there, and I was teaching out there for a while, uh, running a, a very successful school. I became the director of the city, which means I oversaw five different schools. And um, I caught wind of a school that was for sale in New Jersey from uh, Senior Master McInerney, who actually flew me out to New Jersey to teach seminars when I was 16 oh, wow. for him. So I already had a great relationship with him. Um, and it was just coming to a point in my life that I uh, saw things differently, the way I would like to run a school versus... Uh, the system that I was within, and uh, I moved, or I, I came to visit the school, saw the potential here, and I said, okay, this is the next path, and I talked to my now wife, and she agreed, and actually, you know, we're packing up and moving within two months. Wow. Yeah, I actually remember that weekend that you came out to visit us. It was it was very clear right off the bat that you were <laughs> something different, which was great. I remember you standing right next to the desk and calling Spike over and helping him fix his uh, belt, tie his belt properly. He walked in. He had his 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 uniform. He has his new leadership uniform at the time being. <laughs> I think it was probably like a blue or purple belt, and his his belt was tied completely wrong. I remember. <laughs> yep. Um, and we yeah. So we were all a little intimidated when we heard that you were coming in because we knew you were going to be something totally different than we were used to. But now having you be with our school for a little over a year now, we see that your innovative style has done wonders for all of the students of all ages. Oh, it's great to hear. It's, it's just the name Innovate alone. When we when we came up with ideas for the school name, you know, we bounced around a hundred different ideas until and somebody just says, okay, well, what kind of things do you want? I was like, I just want to be innovative. And then I looked over my guy, my friend was just like, that's it. That's it. And, um, you know, doing something a little bit different but having the same results um, is always good, but if you can do something different and have better results was my kind of focus on what I wanted to implement by coming here. The martial arts industry has been a revolving door for so long that many schools are just copying the same style over and over again. They're having great results, but I wanted to do something a little bit different and see if I could have better results. So it was a trial and error, and you know, within the first year, I definitely think it was a um, huge success. Okay. So if you could go back and see yourself a year ago, what would you tell you from a year ago to do differently, if anything? Wow, great question. Um, definitely know more of the uh, accounting side of the martial arts school a little bit more and the back end of it. Mm -hmm. uh, the front end, as far as what you see when you know from 4 o'clock to 9 o'clock when the classes are happening, I was very comfortable with from day one. Um, but managing the books... For the first couple months, I was very naive, thinking that I knew everything, and I learned a lot real quick. Once we got a once we got a new accountant, and he looked at my numbers, he goes, "What in the world are you doing?" And I learned a lot about uh, taxes and and how to, in some ways, beat the system, but also just ways to save money in the the bottom line and watch the profit and loss a little bit more. Yeah, it's funny you say that because, as you know, I'm starting my own businesses as well. And I think one of the hardest things to do as an entrepreneur, a business owner, when you're starting out, is learn how to let go of things. Correct. Because you want to control everything yourself because that's the way you're used yes. to doing it. That was something that was very hard for me. And 
very fortunate to be working with my wife. Uh, but the first couple of months, she wasn't here. She didn't move until you know the third month. So those first two months, I literally was trying to do everything, and I got to the point when she did move here that I was so used to doing it all, it was hard to step back and allow her to do what she's so well at. Uh, because you know it was one of those moments where it's like, look, I'm already here. It's working great already, but it could work better. And the moment I allowed her to come on board and help me out a lot more, we got the accountant and we started talking more and letting go in the sense that's when we started seeing the biggest growth in our school. That's great. So now tell us a little bit more about your innovative approach. What are some examples of things that you really focus on to do differently from the standards in your industry? Uh, many of the standards, they cap their classes. So you know, you're paying XYZ number, um, a dollar amount, and then you're only able to come so many days a week. Or if you're paying this much more, then you can come every day a week. And um, I was of the thinking of, well, if somebody's paying me, the more they come to class, the better they become, which means the better I look. The, the perfect perfect billboard. <laughs> so, and I've always noticed throughout the years of training is that people who work coming to class more often tend to be better. And the way I see it is that no matter what spot you're on, you know, in the class, you're always going to get the same class. But it's how you take it and develop it and go home and work with it will it make you better. So, the more I can see you, the more influence I can have on you, the better you can become. So we stopped capping our classes. So you're not, you know, whatever you pay, you're able to come five days a week, six days a week, whatever permits for your schedule. And that's what has helped us to see a huge growth. Um, so that was one you know, innovative thing I think I've done. But I'm sure there's many schools that do it, but from the system that I came to, that wasn't our brand point. Uh, the other thing is changing the testing style, where instead of testing two times a month, or twice, twice, uh, sorry, testing every two months, or so six testings a year, we change it to only uh, three months of testing with four testings a year, slowing right. down the rank system, uh, making... It a little more, a uh, little more of a goal oriented to really say that this is not going to be handed to you. You have to, you have to work for it, and it's not going to come every other day. You know, it's like, oh, here you go, new belt again, new belt again, new belt again. By you know, by the end of three years, you went through twenty different belts in a sense. Yeah. I wanted it to slow down, and you know, you're going to earn four belts a year if you've earned it, and if you didn't earn it, well, then you wait another three months. And I was very, very. Uh, reluctant to look back and say, okay, how are people going to perceive this? Because they're so, in the world we live in today, people are so used to getting things. Mm -hmm. It's their entitlement in a sense. And uh, many of the parents understood it from day one. Kids had a hard time looking at it at first, but now they understand that it's something that they need to earn. And life is going to be about earning things, not about giving it to you. Yeah, as a parent, I think that is one of the greatest things you've done for these kids. I remember the first couple of testings with you, they were scared, but it was kind of, you, you did a very good job, in my opinion, of transitioning it, showing them what you were going to expect without necessarily imposing um, all the consequences right away. Correct. So I remember the first time I watched the kid's face drop, <laughs> and oh, my heart broke for that child. And then even this, this last one, there was, there was one kid who just, oh my gosh, I, I, I started crying for it. It wasn't my kid. <laughs> um, but I think overall, like, it's shown them that they have to work for it, and I think that's so important. No, I, I remember the very first testing when I got here. January 2nd was our first day of opening. We had testing like January 14th to 15th. It was like right around the corner, yeah. and I didn't know. I told everybody, this will be the easiest testing you will ever have. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, again, slowly admitting, you know, change is something that people enjoy in time. But if you come in and just 
right off the bat throw a hundred different changes at people, people are going to have a bad reception to it and they're yeah. not going to enjoy it as much. So easing into the changes, I think, was probably the best thing we did throughout the entire year, slowly implementing these changes and improvements to the, the schedule and, and you know the curriculum so that people can understand it more and not be uh, blindsided by it. That's great. Now, with the student body here at Innovate, you have a large variety of ability levels and age groups. Um, how do you balance all that? How do you make sure that everybody, no matter what their skill level is or abilities are, um, feels as, I don't know what the word I'm trying to say is. Do you know what I'm trying to say? That they all oh, yeah. feel like they belong and that they're achieving their goals. So when it came to you know, looking at students of all different skill sets and age is probably the biggest factor. Um, and you create a standard. And my goal was that this is the standard of what it's going to be, and I don't want to lower the standard just because a student uh, may have this handicap or this age. Understand that everyone is different, and there there are going to be certain level of of, of handicaps in the sense. I don't like to use that word really, but that you will allow some lenience towards, but putting everybody on a set standard, but then allowing them to also show you what their own personal standard will be and holding them to that. Not allowing them to drop off where, you know, if when I started with our Tigers program, the, you know, the three to six year olds. Oh my God, they're so cute. Setting the, <laughs> setting the standard for them to actually do a form and say, no, you're gonna learn five moves and not backing down on it was something that I, as an instructor, if I set that standard, it's not just expecting the students to do it. I have to then put in double the amount of work to make sure that I'm giving them everything I have to help them to reach that standard that I set for them. And then same thing for, you know, all the way to the adults is that, no, you're going to learn this much of material or as an adult to say, okay, we have to get down to this weight loss goal or we have to be able to do this jumping kick and I know you have bad knees, so this is how we're going to modify it to make sure you can do it or we have a student who's in a wheelchair and, you know, modifying his form that he's still going to do a form, the same form as everybody else, with his own modifications to it, but not allowing not allowing his handicap to be the reason that he only has to do this move a certain way. No, forcing him in some ways to the betterment of for his own personal abilities to improve his strength by moving his arm in a way he's not used to anymore. Right. But forcing him to say, look, this is what you're doing, which is good, but I know you can do it here, and pushing him to reach that goal that he has set for himself, and is now it's my job as the instructor to uh, help him to achieve it, at, at no matter the cost, what it takes me, or hopefully what it will uh, do for their life in the long run. That's great. And I don't know if you ever get the opportunity during testing. I know you're always focused on the students. Obviously, you should be. <laughs> um, but if you ever get a chance to take a glimpse back at any of the parents and the looks on their faces, it's oh, so I, always. apparent the pride. Always. And and the sense of accomplishment that they see in their children. That's that's something I've learned over the years is that as a business is the parents write the checks. So <laughs> Very true. <laughs> as much as the kids may be having fun, I'm constantly looking to the parents to see what their faces are. So that's why when I see parents on cell phones and texting and stuff, I you know, I make it a point to say, Oh, how how do you think so and so did today? Just to see if they're paying attention because at the end of the day they're footing the bill for this. Yeah. But it's a teamwork in it between what what they would like for their kids and how can I help the parents to achieve this the greater goal is to improve you know their son or their daughter and it's a teamwork it's not just drop your kid off and think Mr. Turner's gonna work magic it's what I'm doing here and hopefully is coinciding with what you're teaching at home and of course in school okay now what advice would you give to the parents to help their kids 
you know, some of the kids obviously are like you. They found their one true love in martial arts. And they they want to live and breathe it 24 7 out in the snow, <laughs> come rain or shine, which is wonderful. Some of the kids obviously need a little bit more of a, of a push. So what advice do you have for the parents to help focus their children more? Well, the first one is the one that people don't like to hear the most, but the best way is to get out there and do it with them. Is the moment you put on the <laughs> uniform and you're out there with them, or even in the kickboxing program and they see you involved more so than just supporting, but actually on the mat as well, that's always going to be the number one factor to a kid enjoying and wanting to continue to train more, whether at at school or at home or wherever. Um, that's number one, is, is either doing the Taekwondo class with them or just being in kickboxing and they, they see you working out when you're tired, when you're had a long day at work and you still take the effort to come take class as well, it kind of takes away their, their ability to complain about they're tired from school or whatever. All right, that's that's number one. Uh, but besides that, you know, just being involved in the class and many parents I know they take notes in the class or their video class so when they do go home they say, okay, let's look back at what Mr. Turner told you to correct and then they, they correct it with them versus the kids saying, oh, did you see this? Or when mom and dad say, oh, I Mr. Turner told you to work on your back stance and fix this foot this way. And when they're able to just give one or two little terms, not that they need to know the material, you know, verbatim, but when they can give the one or two corrections on the physical aspect of what I told them to correct, it helps to let them know that, hey, mom and dad paid, are paying attention. We maybe we're not black belts out there doing the form with you, but he said when you do your front stance, your body should be like this. Or when you do your kicks, your hands should be like this. So having those one or two uh, technical points helps to keep the kids focused and know that, hey, right. my mom and dad are, are on me just as much as Mr. Turner is when I'm at the school when I'm at home. All right, well, good. I'm glad I'm doing at least one of those things. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. So what, do you, what about advice for the students? What, what message would you like to give to your students today? Uh, definitely that. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's funny. I take this quote from the, the show The Prophet, which I love on, um, on uh, I forget what channel it comes on, but it's The Prophet where he goes and he buys these businesses and he improves them. And it's, it's trust the process is that, you know, within now we're, we're getting ready to celebrate our year of classes as Innovate. We look back and, and the growth from everyone from last year to today is just unbelievable. But trust the process and know that there's always a chance to get better. You know what what your best is today won't be your best tomorrow. There's a way to always improve. Understanding that that growth is continuously training and getting better, not just on the physical aspect of it, but also just on who you are. Understanding why it is that you're training, and if you continue to trust the process and, and you're here for the right reasons. Whatever goals that you hope to achieve will come into fruition if you put in the work. Okay, great. Um, anything else that you want to share with us today? Oh, I mean, I, I definitely appreciate this. It's funny because I just saw on Facebook today is our one-year friend friend on Facebook oh, is it? between us. <laughs> um, and, I, and just looking back, and, and many of the students now became friends with me on Facebook, and that was kind of the way that they got introduced to who I am, and they got they got to see the light of who Mr. Turner was in the past. Um, and looking back, I just, I, I, I'm very fortunate to what the year has brought to, to my family, but also what I've been able to bring to everybody else, um, hopefully. But at the same time, I know that I, I don't want to always harp on where we were, and, but more about where we're going. Okay. And that's, I think, for my goal for 2018 is to no longer look back and say, thank you for allowing me to come here. But now it's, all right, everybody, I'm here. I'm not going anywhere. So now let's 
let's just drive further. You better not uh, go anywhere. Uh, I'm not. <laughs> we don't hunt you down. A great quote, you know, that I love is that, you know, you can go anywhere as fast as you can alone, but we can go further together. So you can go like fast that. alone, but you can go further together. And now the family that we have built at Innovate is truly just a family. And that's what I want to continue to grow with and just see how far we can grow together. Because I feel like the first year was me pushing the boundary for everybody else. Now that yes. we have the support of everyone, I cannot wait to truly see what the growth is for 2018. Yeah, I'm excited. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be phenomenal. I see lots of good phenomenal. things for you, Mr. Turner. I can't Turner. Wait. Phenomenal. And for all the, all the uh, Innovate No, family. definitely. And it's, it's, it's truly the reason we moved here is because when we came to the school and those first couple of days we were here before we even bought the school, we just saw the environment. We saw the potential. I just needed somebody to say, hey, this is the way it's going to be, whether it's this is how the parents are going to interact when they're in the class or in the chairs and they're going to be forced to clap and cheer and, and do things and come on the mat and hold targets. Or for the students, this is the standard it's going to be. We saw their potential. We, we, in some ways, I knew that they wanted this. They want that, that change. And, uh, you know, I was very happy that they accepted it. And I can't wait to see, uh, to see what, again, what we can do together. It's no longer about me. It's about the family. Great. Yeah, me too. Um, all right, so how can everybody get in touch with you and learn more? Uh, our website is innovatema.com. That's, uh, we're, we're pretty new to the, to, the, to the website scene, so we're trying to update that. Uh, our Instagram, at Innovate Martial Arts, is blowing up. Or, of course, on Facebook, Innovate Martial Arts. Everything just Innovate Martial Arts. You can find us, innovatemartialarts at gmail.com. Uh, from, for more about our New Year specials and any specials we have going on throughout the, the curriculum, always wanting to invite new people to come in. It's always a perfect time to get started. There's never, you know, you don't have to wait for a certain time to come into class or a certain day of the month or a certain uh, point in the curriculum. Every day is a perfect day to come and take your first class. Excellent. All right. Thank you so much, Mr. Turner. My pleasure. I look forward to having you back and talking again soon. Definitely. I can't wait. All right. Great. Thanks.